Hello, Life on Tenors. We are back for part two. Privilege. White privilege. We're talking about white privilege today. Part two, part two, part two. Okay, Vanessa, when we were off air, you had an awesome question. Yes. And your question was, okay, we acknowledge it exists. What some of we, us know well, it exists. Some of you are in <laughs> denial and you're going to fight to exactly. the nail. And that's exactly. cool. That, that, that's totally, yeah. totally cool. Um, because I believe in karma and I think some kind of way it's all going to play itself out. Anyway, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm still waiting for America to apologize for slavery. Um, anyway, that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. But so what can we do? We can, for me, number one mm-hmm. would be education. What you just shared about how you took it upon yourself yeah. to read. Yeah. I think education is the first step. Absolutely. Starting young. Like starting at little kids, they need to understand. Right, right. Yeah. So so no no critical race theory, which by the way is something that is taught in law school. Yeah. How it trickled down to be this huge big deal I know. about teaching the elementary school kids and making them feel bad about being white. That is not what critical race exactly. theory is. Exactly. Please do your research. Please vet your information before you jump on the bandwagon yeah. with certain politicians um, and their rhetoric. <laughs> so number one would be education. Yep. Number two, I would say, is empathy. Like taking taking that step to wholeheartedly try to imagine what it would be like. Yeah. To be um, black in America Um, and to have been enslaved and to continue to be treated um, sometimes with um, I'm going to say um, mistreated and also treated with kind of like not curiosity, but more judgment. And I'm thinking about something my son always tells me about when he's walking down the street mm-hmm. and white people will cross over to the other side of the street. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking like psychologically what that's doing for him. Like, and he's like, exactly freaking messing him up. Yeah. Um, And he's like, I'm just walking. I'm Um, just here. I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just being me. Yeah. Um, So education, empathy. And um, do you have something you'd recommend? Uh, I, I, the thing that I wanted to, so empathy is the next thing that comes out of empathy is compassion. Now, what exactly is compassion in relation? Everybody thinks that a lot of people, use empathy and compassion as the same thing, right? It's not the same. It's not. not. The, the empathy I would have that the feelings of just, I, I can't even, like I said, I, I, part of me just doesn't even want to try to feel what it would have been like in those situations. Cause they're horrible. I mean, it's just absolutely terrible. But when you do it, it triggers something in your brain akin to pain, right? Mm-hmm. We've looked at this on functional MRIs. We've seen what happens to the brain when it's in pain because of empathy, they're experiencing the same kind of feelings. Mm -hmm. But what works in the more pleasure, like focused, happy part of our brain is compassion when we act on that empathy. And that's what compassion is. So Angela, how can we act on this empathy? So we get to education. Education. We're feeling it. We're feeling it. 
what can we do to fix compassion? it? Compassion. We're having compassion. We're having compassion. I want to. I want to do something. So, so about the next it. thing we're gonna do is we're gonna we're going to. Yep, I'm gonna say it. Reparations, ladies and gentlemen. Reparations. What oh, do you mean? What, what does do that mean? I mean, I mean reparations. Yeah. Reparations means that African Americans contributed to the wealth of this nation. Um, many families, many families who now experience and enjoy generational wealth do so because um, they took advantage of slaves. Yep. So the backs of slaves built a large part of this country. So my question is, when you go to work, do you work for free? No. Okay. No. Exactly. Of course not. So if you've been working for 400 years mm-hmm. and not received a dime, why would you not deserve some sort of financial and or other type of reparations? Reparations. Payment. You know, Payment. You, uh, you, you show up and you work and somebody forgets to pay you. You get back pay. You get back <laughs> right? pay. You get back Perfect. pay. You're absolutely right. You get it's, back pay. You get back pay. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just ran into that at work. Somebody was working and they, they haven't had their, they're like, we haven't had, I haven't had my paycheck for two weeks yeah. and everyone's bending over backwards to make sure they get yeah. that paycheck. Yeah, yeah. They're because not just like, if well, you're not, you're not going to show up to work if you're not getting paid, yeah. you know, un, you know, but slaves didn't have a choice. Exactly. Slow up. Exactly. Um, you, you know, you showed up or you, you or know, you was lynched, get Done. killed or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, beat to death. Yeah. So why not reparations? The other thing is when um, we imprison the Japanese in internment camps, they receive reparations. Mm-hmm. The Native Americans have the casinos. So I don't want to ever hear that it hasn't been done. Exactly. Because it's been done. That it's a novel concept. It's that, not a novel yeah, concept. Yeah. It's not a We fund several different population and groups of people that come over here to flee their countries Mm -hmm. they also get services and also sometimes monetary yeah so why not us exactly that's my question why not us that is a great question i I, you know the the things that you will hear yeah are gonna be right the things that you're Mm -hmm. you're gonna hear are I, I worked so hard. I didn't have anything. I was born. I was poor. We had, my family had nothing. I ate government cheese. I, you know, picked weevils out of my flower and then I built myself up I and pulled I myself up pulled by myself by my bootstraps. Straps. That's right. Yes. And so I had no generational wealth to give. Right. If I have no generational wealth to give, what do I owe you? Right. Yeah. That's what you're so, going to, that's the main thing that I, that I hear when I even bring that up. Okay. And I hear you. I I acknowledge that thought process. And I'm going to go back and say someone needs to pay. Yeah. Someone needs to pay. Just imagine, you, you, yes, you struggled. You struggled. You were born in poverty, not minimizing that. You were able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But I am here to tell you that nobody is a self-made man or woman. Some kind of way you receive some some help help. from somewhere. There is no way that you made it through all of that without somebody doing something for you. 
my response to that is, again, just imagine being in that position and at the same time having every door possible slammed in front of your face. At the same time, you're having to deal with being treated as a second-class citizen, having to deal with having this fear that you don't know when your husband or your son goes out of the house, are they coming back into the house? Yeah. Just because they're walking black. Yeah. Back then they weren't yeah. even driving black. Yeah. So you have these, you have all of this on you, this stress on you, to struggle to make it. Basic, basic needs that we need as a human being, you know, food, clothing, shelter. Yeah. You're going through all of that. Add to that being persecuted and always, always on high alert because you don't know which way it's coming yeah. where the, where, where you don't know if you're safe because yeah. you know, you're never safe. You're never safe. So in essence, you're not even breathing. You're on high alert. You yeah. have this anxiety your entire life. Yeah. And you have it for your kids. So yes, it's a struggle. It's, it's difficult. It sucks. It's hard when we are born into poverty. Add to that, add to that, the experience of being black in America. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I'm just going to say it again. You would not show up on your job on Monday morning if they said to you, work for free. Yeah. I'm not going to pay you anything. You're going to work for free. No, I, I exactly. So, so I, the the biggest thing that we know is is in reality, right? The only way you could potentially even remotely right this wrong, right, mm-hmm. would be to set everybody's bank account to zero, yep. take all the wealth in America, and spread it out evenly amongst amongst everybody, and say, okay, everybody, it's we're, we're resetting the monopoly board, yeah, right, yes, everybody's back at go. Y'all get your two hundred dollars. You know, like this is the beginning game, beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah. That's the only way you could do it, and that is never going to happen. Nope. We know that. So, so, so let's get out of our fantasy land, right? That's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> and I'd have a lot to li- lose if that happened, right? Yeah. yeah so I'm yeah. not saying I'd love that. I yeah. think Angela would have something <laughs> to lose too. <laughs> you know? so we, we, yes, we'd have yeah. a lot to live, lose. So um, we know that's not going to happen. So what are some things, what, what else, what are some things that it could look like that could, that realistically people could get behind? What would that I, mean? I, I don't, I don't think I would not, um, I definitely would keep, Money on the table. I, I I mean, money is helpful. What that would look like, maybe it's a monthly stipend or something. I don't know. Uh, another way reparations could show up is through education. Yeah, we just talked about that. Like there is a great disparity between the schools that are in the inner cities mm-hmm. versus the school that your children yep. go to. Exactly. So we could pour money in more money into those school systems so children would be better prepared so they can come out and be able to, I don't like to say compete, but be able to have the skills and knowledge that puts them on the same playing field at least. Exactly. So those are, those are just two options. Yeah. Those are, those are just two options. Those are easy things that we could do. And because it makes perfect sense. Schools usually are funded based on tax base. Right. And if you have a huge tax base because you have a bunch of wealthy people congregated there, they're automatically going to get way more funding. And then as I just, you know, had told Angela a little bit ago, the teacher sent out a little list to me that says, this is our wish list. And what do Robert and I do? You run right out to the store, buy mm-hmm. everything on the wish list and have it ready to go at back to school night. Yeah. 
Um, that's not going to happen it in an inner city school. That's not going to happen. It doesn't. It, it. I mean, maybe a couple of parents will be yeah. able to do that, yeah. but the majority, no, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. One of my mini hats in life is that I was a teacher, I was a guidance counselor, and I was also a school social worker. And I remember my first job as a guidance counselor is I was a guidance counselor in this like very upper middle class neighborhood yeah. in South Florida. And then I became the school social worker in an inner city high school, Carroll City, whoever the <laughs> Carroll City Senior High School. What a difference. I bet. What a difference with the curriculum. Oh, the okay. Curriculum. So I was a guidance counselor, so I, I worked with all the students, but especially the kids who, the college-bound kids. Yeah. And um, they would be taking AP classes, and yeah. they would be in dual enrollment and all of this. At Carroll City, they had these AP classes, but they were not the same quality of the class. I know because a student who had attended um, one of the um, – you know, upper echelon schools were now, she was now at Carroll city and she said, Oh my God, Miss Trapp it's night and day. Like, yeah, the class says AP, but it's not the same level of an AP class. And then it was the resources. They didn't have like the, the up-to-date computers that they had in the school in the upper middle class area. So things like that. I mean, that still exists. And so when we talk about reparations, yeah, money is nice. And there are other things that we could also do to help our community. Absolutely. Like you had mentioned, you know, a free college, right? Free college. Why not? I don't under, to me that just, and and we see, we see that play out in some where there's academic or there's income based, you know, grants Mm -hmm. and and scholarships and, but that needs to be taken to the next level. Oh, absolutely. It's not, it's not that many grants out there. No, not enough, not enough. And, Mm -hmm. and then you have to apply for them. You have to have, my dad had always said, and and this, like I said, obviously my dad is white, but he was incredibly poor. Mm -hmm. But one of the things he got offered a scholarship to go to UC Davis, but it was a small scholarship. And he didn't have anybody to help him understand or look at all the other options to help him fund the rest of it, mm-hmm. that he didn't go. He didn't take the scholarship. He didn't take the opportunity because he wasn't able to see how he could make it. He, you know, with the, the other, like he, he didn't have anybody talking him through. It's okay, Ron, you got this scholarship, but you can do this and you can do this and you can do this to make mm-hmm. sure all the other resources come into play. He didn't have that. So he didn't go. He oh, just wow. didn't have the opportunity. And that's, that's a white person didn't do that. Right. Oh wow, yeah. Now yeah. I, I don't know that I think a, a person of color would probably have had the same lack of, like I said, his parents didn't go to school. They yeah. had no idea. So it, it would potentially have been the same kind of experience, but that's what I'm talking about. If you don't have that background of people around you that know how to gain, yes. to get these resources, to apply to college, to write mm-hmm. the, you know, this is how you study for the test or think about, you know, did you watch, I don't know if you ever watched on Netflix, the, the show about the, the scandal for oh, the yeah. kids that were applying oh, for, right? Yes. Right. The USC scandal and all yes. that stuff. And just the, you want to talk privilege. Yes. Oh my There's privilege God. and then there's privilege. There's, exactly. There's privilege and <laughs> there's like illegal privilege. Yeah. I mean, just re- there's privilege and then there's fraud. You know yeah, I mean? It's yeah. just, so, it was unbelievable, but that's what I'm talking about. Kids that have the just unimaginable resources, resources. to do anything they yep. want. Yep. 
take that and and then just but bring it down to a, a lower level to where you, people people see that and they agree with that. Oh yeah, They're like oh yeah, that's privilege. That's not fair. Right, right. It's the same concept. Same concept. Same concept. It's just so egregious that you can wrap your brain around it. Right. Yes. But this is the just as egregious. It's just something it that it's just sub. It's just under the radar and people don't want to see it. Uh, yep. It is definitely yeah. under the radar. And anytime you talk about people's money, their pockets, they are definitely going to be up in arms and, um, not be happy. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, it, we can do it in so many different ways. The thing about it is I'm going to say this over and over and over again. We are all interconnected. Exactly. We are interconnected. And it is my hope that one day, collectively, we will realize that, that I may be thinking that I'm getting over on someone, um, that I am um, bypassing someone. But the truth of the matter is that some kind of way, Trust me, some kind of way, there are always repercussions for when we do not take care of each other. Exactly. When we dehumanize each other and we don't acknowledge the person as a person, yeah. as a human being. Yeah. When we forgo compassion and we forgo empathy, we pay a great price for that. And you may not see it immediately. But you will, I guarantee you, see it. It is reflected even in our world today. Yeah. It is reflected on the daily. No, I even we we all do better when everybody does better, right? Absolutely. Like we we will lift our and I it and of course I'm not gonna remember the name of this um uh, anthropologist that that had this that said this, but she was asked what was her first example of civilization when she looks back at the study of man right the study of humanity mm -hmm. what was the first good you know was it when they wrote when they made the wheel when you had tools when you like what was and her answer was when she found a bone with a broken femur mm -hmm. that had healed okay okay and it's like well, what do you mean well animal days right there's no other animal around that if they break their leg that, I mean, I guess a cat or something, you know, just depending on the situation, but uh -huh. most animals, when they have something catastrophic like that, like a broken femur, they're going to die because they're not going to be able to get food. They're going to get eaten. They're going to be prey. They're right. going to be, unless right. somebody takes care of them. Yeah. And so that concept of the, f that is what civilization is. It is coming together. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to help that person. Right. If it was all every man for themselves, they wouldn't yeah. have, they would be like, well, that's one mm -hmm. less person I have to worry about. Right. And that's where we're at. That's a, like the most basic. And I think most people would be all about, you know, helping somebody who, but of course, so let's raise that up to a different yeah. level yeah. of, we're not just helping people who, you know, have broken legs. Right. Right. We're now trying to make sure that everybody has the opportunities to go to college if they want to if or trade to. school right. or whatever they mm -hmm. want in order to stand on their own two feet and, and be proud of what they do every day mm -hmm. and have the opportunity to survive yes. and make it in this world. Exactly. And it That's serves the about. collective. The more independent I am, yep. right. The less I am dependent on the collective. Exactly. So it's worth it. You want to really see is. GDP rise? Yes. Get everybody 
working and able to do and spend money and enjoy life. Exactly. That will be, you know, and, and if it takes reparations to do that, if that it takes giving some of the taxes from our bajillionaires that literally don't pay taxes on any of this crazy, yes. crazy money. Like I think I paid more taxes per year than some of these billionaires do. Yeah, you probably um, do. I do. Well, That's what I'm saying. You probably it's, do. It's insane. The fact that, that if we could just, you know, why are we okay with that? Like, why are be, we because okay we with ha- Jeff Bezos? I don't have anything get you. I, against you, <laughs> Jeff. It, you know, anytime you want to contribute to the show, we're we're <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Well, I'm just like we're okay that he ha- he's having a seven hundred million dollar yacht. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wh- are we okay? Because well, we have with no that? say in it. We have no say in it, right? We have no say in it. We we don't. Well, you have a we say do, when you choose don't your do politicians exactly. because you want to choose your politicians that's going to tap to tax. It's going to fight the for ultra you, ultra rich. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And we have nobody that fights for us. No. That's no. and that's they're all fighting for their own special interests. They're all bought by various corporations. Yep. That's the problem. So we've we've elected people who literally could care. I mean, they could not care less about they us. They could care less. They really could Always not care less it. about us. Nope. And so they just care about getting their next election mm-hmm. and getting back in there. And there are a few gems, right? There are a handful of people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that say the right things and vote in the right way that can maybe make that happen, but it's few and far between. So um, I, I think, you know, we're at the point where we got to do what we got to do to take care of ourselves. And if you want to fix this issue, right? you want to help us have bodily autonomy, yes. you want to do all these things, you have got to get out and Vote for people who are going to do that for you. Yes, progressives. You have to choose the progressives. And you have the power to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Because we do live in America, and it's still a wonderful country. And so far, so far, it's still free. So far. (laughs) So far. Yeah. Um, free in the sense that we get to vote and express our opinions, yeah. um, and have freedom Unless of speech. Unless you live in a state where they're trying to do voter suppression and well, we'll then stop there's that. that. Yeah, <laughs> then there's, that's a we'll whole talk about that later. other subject. That's a whole other subject. All right, life on tenors. We hope we pushed all your buttons today because that all is what we are here for. Remember, as always, live your life on ten. Bye bye.